Have you pushed yourself to the limit? Are you sure? The only limits are the ones that you create. We're Callie Ray and Kendall, your hosts for the Limitless Podcast. In this podcast, you'll hear some of what you want, some of what you don't want, but definitely what you need to hear. If you think there's a limit to what you can or cannot do, think again. We're here to show you that there's no limit to your income, your happiness, or your success. It's all limitless. Hello, hello, everybody. I am so excited for today's podcast, for today's Zoom, whatever you are tuning into. I'm excited. Me and Callie, Callie and I, we have our notes ready for you guys because this topic is hot, right? The secrets to success. That sounds like something I want a part of. That sounds like something I want to know about, right? Anybody drop some one in the comments. Let us know if you want to know the secrets to success. I'm going to let you guys know right now that the secrets to success, what you may be expecting on this call may not be what you're going to get. I'm not going to teach you guys how to sell anything, how to recruit anybody, how to, um, you know, how to specific daily tasks. We're not going to talk about what you need to do in your business every day as daily tasks, as reach outs, as connections. We're not going to talk about that today. You guys know Callie and I like to switch it up. We like to focus on more of the internal things. We need, we like to focus more on the, on what I hate saying on what really matters, but on who we are as a person, right? We focus so much on the everyday tasks all the other trainings that are out there, the things that we need to go out to do. And sometimes we forget about ourselves. And I'm here to tell you, Callie and I are here to tell you that we cannot forget about ourselves. We are the secret to success, right? We hear people say all the time, there's no secret. No, there is. There is a secret to success and it's us. It's exactly who we are. It's the best version of ourselves. So we cannot forget about ourselves, which is why today we're going to have five topics, five secrets to success that we need to focus on. But first, of course, our affirmation. Well, you know, I got to say something. I think it's so funny because, you know, you'll hear people do trainings and they'll say, oh, the secret to success is. And they give you like a number. You need to do this many reach outs and this many of this and this many of this. And if you follow this formula, you're going to be successful. And we're here to tell you there is no one size fits all for network marketing, right? There is no one size fits all for your company. So when leaders go on and they're doing these trainings or people are like paying thousands of dollars to take these courses and they're trying to give you these, like, here are some tangible items. Yeah. Tangible items are great, but like you can reach out to a million people and still not find that success that you desire because it's not tailored to you. And, you know, so we're going to, we're going to deep dive into this. And of course, first I want to start with our affirmation, but before we do that, I want you guys to know, and to really just sit and understand success is different for everybody, right? How I define success and how Kendall defines success are very different. And I think it's so important to remember that. So just take a second and think about what is success to you. These avenues are going to get you closer to whatever that success goal is. These are very across the board. And they're the things that don't pe- that people don't talk about. Uh, and you'll hear why in just a second. But let's start with our affirmation. I actually really love this one. It says, today I give myself permission to dream. 
I am worthy of my biggest dreams. And also it's so cute. <laughs> so I'll say it again. Today, I give myself permission to dream and I am worthy of my biggest dreams. And you guys are so worthy. So do you want me to kick it off, Kendall? Yes, please. All righty. Numero uno. Number one, first secret to success. You have to learn to avoid or manage burnout. How many of you guys have ever felt so just burnt out in your business? Y'all, I'm right there with you. I've been doing this for over five years now. If I told you I was so excited and so on fire every single day, I would be lying to you. If I told you that I worked at a 10 every single day in my business, I would be lying to you. And I think it's really important to understand that we don't have to be in growth mode all the time, right? We don't have to be in growth mode. We don't have to constantly be promoting or, you know, just going full throttle ahead. It's okay to get into maintenance mode. Y'all, especially once you get to these bigger ranks, it's hard to promote. It's hard to maintain, but not getting stuck is where the secret comes into, right? So you have to learn to plan around your life. And that's how you're going to manage burnout, right? So for example, right, I know that in November, right, holiday stuff for us starts trickling in. November, Black Friday, those days are huge. They're huge in my business. So I'm going to be sure that I am where I can work my business very efficiently on those days, right? But guess what? You will not catch me doing on Thanksgiving day, right? You will not see me hustling. I will be at the dinner table with my family and that's okay for you to do too, right? I know now <laughs> that like my baby's coming in April. Do y'all think I'm going to plan to promote in April? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to have this baby and go into maintenance mode and that's okay. Right. How many of you guys throw up your hands? I'm sure I've even said this before. Like if you have time to watch Netflix, then you have time to work your business. Right. We've all heard that y'all, I am giving you permission to watch Netflix. How do you avoid burnout? You take care of yourself. You give yourself time. You learn to balance. And that's one of the things that we're going to talk about later. You learn to balance what makes you happy, what makes you money, what makes you successful and figure out how they all fit into your life. Um, you, we need those things. If we, we've seen that little quote, it says like, I even posted a picture with this and I like cringe every time I see it. It said like, I'd rather hustle 24 seven than slave nine to five. And although I would rather not work a nine to five job and, you know, work our current business model, I do not hustle 24 seven and I would consider myself successful, but with the hours that I do work, I'm very strategic and that's how you're going to avoid burnout. I love that. I think I also want to add, I think it's hard to say avoid burnout I am sitting here right with Callie five years in the business. And I'll tell you, I burn out probably I have, I have burnouts probably at least once a month, sometimes multiple times a month. And I'm at the tippy top of the company, right? Top level. Um, and burnouts happen. They're going to happen. And when you accept that they're going to happen, almost like prepare 
for them to happen, it's easier to manage them. So I love talking about managing burnouts um, because a burnout doesn't have to be the end of the world. It doesn't have to be, you know, like, oh my gosh, I have to throw in the towel. Oh my gosh, I have to take months and months off to get caught up. Oh my gosh, I have to spend thousands of dollars at some spa to get out of this burnout. It doesn't have to be like that. And so I love this analogy. You guys know me and my analogies. Um, if you are not a woman, this may make you uncomfortable. Sorry about it. Not so. <laughs> I, when you told me you were going to say this, I literally was like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> listen, Think about burnouts as something that's going to happen, like a season, right? We know, unless you live in Arizona, you usually have four seasons, right? You know that winter, summer, fall, and spring is going to come unless you live in Arizona. But you know what else comes usually, unless you're pregnant, your monthly cycle, right? Ladies, we know that it's going to come. And usually we know it's going to come a solid three days before it's going to come right? Because we've gotten used to it, because we understand it, because we learn the, um, you know, the side effects, we learn what's coming, we learn how we feel, we learn what causes this, we learn all these things. So we're expecting it to come. And what happens, we prepare for it. We know how to get through that uncomfortable week of the month, because it keeps coming. Now, if we know that a burnout is going to come after this, this, and this, then we can prepare for that burnout better. We can prepare and we can treat ourselves a little nicer. We can take ourselves out the night before the burnout. We can tell ourselves, okay, let's not, let's not do this tonight. Let's do that tomorrow because I'm feeling a little burnout right now. And it just helps us manage those feelings a little bit better by having that, that just, knowledge of knowing that it's coming. Um, I just want to say with burnout, don't forget to have fun, right? It can't just be focus on business 24 seven. We have to focus on ourselves. Like Kelly said, we have to focus on the fun part of our business and of our life, which we'll get into through. We have five tonight, like I said earlier, but we'll, we talk about pretty much everything in all five topics. Um, so just learn how to manage it a little bit better and make, make it okay. It's okay. Nothing's wrong with you. If you're feeling a little burnt out, nothing's wrong with your company. If you're feeling a little burnt out, nothing is wrong. If you're feeling tired, exhausted, burnt out. Right. So totally. I just wrote down. It's okay to say no. Mm. You want to manage or try to avoid as much burnout as possible. Learn to say no. I've literally, <laughs> especially recently I've been so sick. People come to me and they're like, Hey, Callie, can you do this? Y'all the hardest thing for me to do is say, no, no, I'm sorry. I can't hop on a, a zoom and train your team this week. I'm so sorry. Like I, I can't make time to do this. I, I'm, I'm not going to be able to do that. And that's been really uncomfortable for me to say, right? Like I'm such a people pleaser. I want everyone to like love me and think great things of me. And so for me to say no was hard. It was hard, but I'm so glad that I did. Right. And when things have been, I've had busy, busy back to days, I will literally schedule rest days for myself. Mm. Right. We have a beautiful industry where we can take days off when we need to. I don't have to wait until Saturday to get a break. Right. You don't have to wait until five o'clock to get a break or whatever it is. And that has been so great. So if it's a Wednesday afternoon and you're like, you know what? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday morning have been crazy. Time block yourself off. Me time um, 
at the end. So I just wanted to kind of add that in there, but let's scoot on to number two. Um, communicate with your surroundings. You want to be successful? You got to learn to communicate, like saying no. It's not always fun, right? But I want you guys to know this. If you over-communicate, there's going to be very minimal miscommunication, right? People can sometimes, you know, think that they hear you or misunderstand you. I'm not saying that that's never going to happen. But if you over-communicate, you are going to set yourself up for more success. So we actually talked on our Zoom last week a little bit about, you know, unsupportive spouses and kind of where that, you know, landed for some people. And it, it really got us thinking, you know, how important it is to have open communication and especially with those that are the closest to you, right? So your family, the people that live in your house, your inner circle. Um, and I want to give an example. This is actually, if you guys know Dana Keppel, um, I remember her saying this once and it always stuck with me. Whenever she came over from her previous company, she didn't, you know, she literally left a paycheck to come over here and was like, well, sink or swim, I've got to pay our bills. I need to make money. I'm losing this income. What do I do? And she tells a story about her sitting her family down and saying, I'm going to hit the top of the company in three months. I need 90 days. So for 90 days, her husband's responsibilities went up a notch. Her sister helped her out. Her mom and dad helped her out where she needed to. But if she had just started working like a maniac and not had those conversations, the next thing you know, her kids are starving, her husband's yelling at her, that wouldn't have gone as well, right? But guess what? She did hit the top of the company in three months because she did communicate and had that support system in place. If we don't tell people we need them to support us in our successes, they don't know how we need them to show up, right? Over-communicate. I hear all the time, and I do not disagree right? They're like, well, I'm just, I, I just have to put my family first. I have to put my family first. Yeah, sis, same. Same. My family comes first too. I will pick my family over my job any day of the week. And if I ever <laughs> start to sway from that candle, you just slap me. But you have to have open communication with your family. So whether it's like, hey, you guys, Kelly and Kendall are doing this Zoom right now. I'm going to hop on just I need an hour or, you know, when you sit down with your husband and you're, you're going through the kids schedules through the week and so-and-so has dance class at this time and soccer at this time, say <laughs> mommy also has this at this time, right? And schedule yourself into that. Um, my husband and I, he has just asked me, he's so old school and I love it. Like my husband hasn't been on social media in like three years. And even then he would just like post a happy birthday. Like his feed is literally just like happy birthday to Callie for four years in a row. And that's it. <laughs> and I love that he doesn't have social media. So he doesn't, he's never on his phone ever. And it means so much to him. His love language is quality time for me to sit there and not be on my phone. I have to respect that, right? We had to make a compromise on that. So y'all, if you text me after 8 p.m., I'll text you back the next morning, right? If I get a work thing, unless it's like, Callie, this is urgent and truly nothing is that urgent, right? Nothing can be done in the middle of the night. I put my phone away and I spend that time with my family because that lets my husband know that I'm not a good wife, but like that I'm there and that I listen and that I hear him and that I respect him, right? And he... Yeah. And he, and he knows, Kendall's going to talk about this too. Like when we have a sale month or a night, 
y'all, there are exceptions to every rule. I'm like, love you, mean it. It's the last day of the month. I'll see you tomorrow. And that's okay too, because I communicate it. I don't just like leave him sitting out on the couch wanting to start a movie and I'm like nowhere to be found, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think sales are the biggest thing where I'm like, like we have a very set schedule here where I work certain hours. I treat my business as a nine to five, so to say. So I have business hours and I have my mom, she watches my son. I pay her to watch my son um, during my work hours. And then I shut off my phone, right? I'm a first time mom. He turns two tomorrow. You guys Happy birthday Kingston. Um, he turns two. And so for the past two years I've been adjusting and now probably everything will change now that he's two. Right. So, um, but that's how it's been, you know, and then as soon as the clock hits five, unless I have a zoom, I shut off my phone. I, or I don't shut off my phone, but I turn off business mode, right? I have life mode and business mode, which we also talk about in another topic. Um, but I am no longer like that glam girl business minded. I am Kendall Kingston's mommy and I'm able to completely switch swap. And now I, he has my full attention. My family has my full attention. And then earlier my business had my full attention. I don't know. Some of y'all are really good at multitasking. I am not the one. Okay, if there is a yapping kid, a yapping kid, that is so nice of me. There is a talking child in my ear and a yapping dog. That's what we'll go with. My dogs and the kid always in my ear. I can't focus on anything else. So I make those priorities, those different time zones where I can. Not everyone can do that and that's okay, but you can probably spend 30 minutes before your kid gets up or 30 minutes after you put them down for bed and get those times in as well. I see some people washing dishes right now while doing, while listening to a training. I see people doing their makeup. Maybe they're going to go do a, a video after this. So they're doing their makeup, but they're on the training, right? So communicate that that's the time that you need. Like Callie said, um, when there's a sale on you guys, I literally have to tell my family, listen, I, it's after five, but I'm still going to work tonight <laughs> till probably midnight till all of you guys are asleep. And I'll probably be up before you guys working as well. So for the next three days, mommy's just act like mommy's out of town. Okay. And that's okay to do sometimes too. When you have those push modes, have you guys ever pushed for a promotion and you're like, well, everyone just leave me alone. I want to push for the promotion. It's okay to have those moments. That's what we talked about earlier. Have the maintenance months and then have the push months. Okay. Just decide and having the communication will help you get to that success, help you reach that goal because everyone's on board. The biggest thing I did for my family to get everyone on board with me and my vision is to tell them my vision. They don't know why I'm working so hard unless I tell them. They don't know that I want to give my family this dream life, this beautiful life. They don't know why I'm working so hard. So sometimes we have to open our mouth. We have to literally show them, make a family vision board with your family. Say, babe, I can, you want that car? All right. You better watch the kid a couple more hours a day. If you want that car, you know, make those set goals as a family, those vision boards, they don't just make it about you and your goals have a family goal as well and keep them in communication. Look how close I am. Ooh, I beat my check by this much this month. Look what happened when I put a couple more hours into my business. I made a couple more hundred dollars for our family that will get your family on board. 
Oh, totally. Love it. All right. Scoot right along. Third little secret to success, you have to pour into yourself, right? And that's only going to grow your confidence. I hate to break it to you guys and to me and Kendall as well. We don't know it all. You are not an expert. I am not an expert. There is so much room for growth in this industry. And that's why it's so amazing to like listen to podcasts, watch YouTube trainings, read books and continue to allow yourself to grow. Because if you don't allow yourself to grow, you're going to get stuck, right? Or if all you're doing, I know a lot of times leaders feel this way, right? We're constantly pouring out, pouring out, pouring out and not allowing our own cups to be filled. If you want to be successful, you cannot be successful on E, regardless of what your definition of success is. You cannot be happy if you're sitting on E. You cannot be, you're not gonna, you know, achieve whatever you want if you don't even have the energy or the knowledge or the self-love to hit whatever, whatever your level of success is, right? We're busy. I know. I know Kendall and I, and I kind of feel bad as we were talking, Kendall, I was like, you know, we're, we're talking about working during the day and taking time off for our families at night. And I'm sure there's a ton of you guys on here that listen, that work nine to five jobs during the day, right? And then are working your business at night and understanding kind of how this all fits into your life, right? And, and making the time and no matter when you work your business or when you spend time with your family or how your schedule looks, you have to take time for yourself, right? For me, well, not anymore because every time I lift my head up the pillow before like 9 a.m. I'm vomiting, but <laughs> normally I would literally have like coffee and Jesus in the morning. And it was my favorite thing to do because that was me time. And that 10 minutes of me set the tone for my whole day. I'm not saying y'all, we got to go get massages on Monday and pedicures on Tuesday and a blowout on Wednesday and pack your day, pack your week full of this self-care. Sometimes that's not practical, but you deserve 10 minutes. Yeah. You deserve to take that extra time for yourself. Even if it means 10 less minutes of sleep or, Hey, I'm literally locking the bathroom door. See you in 30 minutes. You deserve that. If not, you're, you're going to get back to that burnout, right? I know a lot of times most, I think most of the people on here are women. Sometimes as women, we always like eat last, right? We always take care of ourselves last. We're always the last. I was talking to my mom the other day and I, I called my mom like sobbing and I was like, do I not matter anymore, mom? I was like, everyone to me lately has been like, well, if you don't eat enough food, that's not healthy, healthy for your baby. Uh, if you didn't get enough sleep, that's not healthy for your baby. You didn't do this. It's, you're too high strong. It's not healthy for your baby. And I'm like, y'all think I'm trying not to sleep? Y'all think I'm trying not to eat? Like, so I, I'm so upset. I'm calling my mom and she goes, honey, it's going to be this way the rest of your life. She was like, get ready. Everything that you do, right? She's like, your, your kids are going to come first right? She's like, no matter how much you eat, like your baby's going to get the nutrients first. And then you just get the leftovers. She's like, you'll be getting the leftovers for the rest of your life. You want, you want to make a sandwich? Guess who gets the butt end of the bread? The mom, right? So if we don't take that time to really just love on ourselves and pour into ourselves, no matter what, we're not going to be happy. We're not going to be successful. And sorry for that little ramble, Kendall. 
No, I just want you to know it's completely accurate. You will get the end of the bread for the <laughs> I'm like, hello, I'm still here, guys. <laughs> um, but I want to talk about the other things too. You know, like she's, it's not just listening to a podcast either. We talk about personal development all the time. It's not just listening to a podcast. Maybe you're listening to this right now. That's not the only pouring into yourself we're talking about. You know, like she said, taking care of yourself. But for me, it is my nails. It is going and get my, getting my nails done. That is such a, for so long, I was like, oh, I don't have time to go get my nails done. Oh, I don't have, I don't have the energy. I don't, I, I can't take the day off to go get my nails done because I don't know about y'all, but sitting at the nail salon takes a lot of time. <laughs> Sometimes it takes way too long, right? I can't do it. It takes a long time. Callie's a press on nail type of gal. When she I feel like blew my own nails. <laughs> she got a photo shoot. She pressing them nails on. <laughs> Me, I'm a, like, I need out of the house so I can go get my nails done. And for a long time, I stopped doing that. And I was wondering why I wasn't feeling like myself. Silly as it sounds, my nails weren't done. So I didn't feel like myself. I told Callie before we got on this Zoom, she's like, dang, you're all dolled up. I said, yeah, I'm that glam girl today. Okay. I had to get glam. So I felt myself on the zoom, just like yesterday's zoom. If you guys didn't watch it, it was Instagram growth. Make sure you go watch the replay that I, I got dolled up before the video. And I feel like I performed way better. Sometimes we have to spend the extra energy, the extra time, maybe the extra money into ourselves and not feel guilty about it. Especially as moms, sometimes we feel so dang guilty, but we can't feel guilty about it pour into ourselves because you know, that's, you can never pour into other people. If you are, if you, from an empty cup, um, you want, don't just pour from your cup either and let your cup be half full, let your cup overfill into other people. So you never run on empty. Then you're helping other people while keeping yourself healthy as well. Um, I was, while you were talking about, you know, when you run on E, you can't go anywhere. Y'all, my car is out in the parking, out in the parking lot. I do not have a parking lot, the driveway. That's what it's called. Um, and I went out there to drive it today. My pink challenger y'all the battery's dead. Cause I haven't driven it in so long. The battery is dead. So you know where that car got me today? Absolutely nowhere because the battery was dead. I didn't charge up the car. I didn't grow enough. I didn't pour into it enough. I didn't you know, do the things, the maintenance that you need to do for my car to get me anywhere. So I literally couldn't go anywhere because my battery was dead. And that's what will happen with you. You can't go anywhere in your life. You can't go anywhere in your business. You cannot grow or reach your goals or get to your destination. If your battery is dead, you have to charge it up. You have to fuel it up and you have to, you know, do that. <laughs> You, just you have to do that. <laughs> just the two. <laughs> <How> profound. <laughs> All right, y'all. Number four, you have to have a healthy balance in your life. And this is obviously going to look different for, for everybody. Um, so whether that's a healthy balance between, you know, work and life or business relationships and personal relationships, wherever this is, and this ties so much back to, um, communicating and setting those boundaries. So in order to have a healthy balance, you have to set boundaries for yourself and for the people around you. Right. So I know someone that is in this industry and their like claim to fame is that they work around the clock. Right. She's like, Oh, every time I talk to her, Oh, I was up until 4am doing this and doing that and blah, 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 blah. That's great. That works for her. Y'all that'll work for me. Right. 
I, I know like your girl has a bedtime. I'm going to put my phone away, right? Understanding what your boundaries are, what is healthy for you. Just because, you know, so-and-so is staying up all hours of the night doesn't mean that for you to be successful, you also have to stay up all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. I would consider myself a very successful person and I legit, not lying, not exaggerating, got in bed at 7.45 last night. My husband was like, can we go to bed? I was like, yup, 7.45. I do not stay up all night, right? So just setting those boundaries within yourself and knowing what you do and don't accept in your business relationships across the board. I'm going to, it's so funny. My husband just walked out the door right as I'm about to talk about him. Um, but I had to set this boundary with myself and my business and my marriage. So my husband works a corporate job and sometimes I feel like, and he, I know he doesn't do this on purpose, but I feel like his job is more important, right? Because he has set hours. He has a boss that puts deadlines on him. He has set meetings that he has to be on. And y'all, nobody tells me what to do all day. I'm setting the meetings. I decide where I want to show up. We do have replay options available. And so throughout the day, sometimes I feel like if anybody needs to like go to the grocery store, it's always me. If anybody needs to run this errand, it's me. Who does the laundry? Me. Because it, it started to feel like, well, Callie doesn't have a boss. So she doesn't have as many responsibilities when y'all, I love my husband to pieces, but I make like six times the amount of money he does. If anybody should be sitting here working, it's me. Right. And so, and so we had to sit down and I, I had to ask for help. And I said, I need this balance. I can't spend all day cleaning and our dishwasher work, doing dishes and running the errands and da, 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 da. So he literally just walked in from the post office because I was like, I can't go to the post office today. I need you to take this. When you get a break from work, can you do this, this, and this? All I had to do was ask, right? All I had to do was set that boundary and say, listen, I also have a job. (laughs) I also have things to do. I also have commitments just because I don't have somebody micromanaging me and breathing down my back doesn't mean that my commitments aren't as important. Um, And he was like, oh yeah, totally. I I can do that. And I realized like, I was just allowing it to happen because back to what I said before, if we don't say no, right? If we don't stand up for ourselves, if we don't set those boundaries, people think, oh, well, Callie can do this. Callie can do this. Callie can do this. My favorite, I live like 10 minutes from LAX and it's like, oh, well, Callie, Callie doesn't work. (laughs) She can pick me up from the airport. Lord pray for them. Like, like, no, I actually just, I don't sit around at home, like twiddling my thumbs all day. Right. Um, and also, and I'll say this too, we weren't, and I wrote this, you weren't put on this earth to work and then die. I watched a documentary the other night. It's called Euro dreams of sushi. It's like the coolest documentary. It's all in Japanese. You have to read the subtitles, but this guy literally from the time he was seven did the exact same thing every single day, woke up, went to the fish market, got the fish, made his sushi, opened his restaurant. It's great. He has three Michelin stars. He's like the world renowned sushi chef. But he literally talked about like not even knowing his children growing up when they were growing up. He talks about like, you know, not seeing his wife, like his wife died and he was like, wow, I don't even know her. Right. But he was so disciplined in his career that he lost everything else. And that hits me so hard right? So you know what? I would take an extra, you know, thousand dollars less 
to live a full, happy, fulfilled life or to be able to spend time with my husband or, you know, my kids when they get here. And that means so much. So you have to set that boundary for yourself and know it's acceptable. It is not acceptable for me to run myself ragging and into the ground. It's not. Do I hustle hard? Absolutely. But I also have that healthy balance with everything else. Yeah. I think that's so important. I just recently um, added going to the gym back into my daily routine, which also goes into pouring into yourself, right? That's obviously my physical health. It also helps my mental health like no other. Um, And that's a healthy balance. I was so focused on work. I'm like, no, okay. There's 24 hours in the day. I need this many hours of sleep. I have kinks in for this many hours. I have this many hours to work. How am I going to do this? Right. And I wasn't going to take an hour away from my son to go to the gym. I took an hour away to, out of my business day, out of my work hours to go to the gym. And that helped me create a healthy balance. And I had to understand like, yes, I'm not getting that hour, maybe actually probably two hours with shower and drive to the gym, right? Those two hours, I'm not working now, but I can now work those other hours so much more sufficiently because of my mental and my physical health is getting better. Um, so having that healthy balance, understanding what you want and where you want it and the time frame that you want it in, you have to kind of um, compromise. You have to give and take some in some places and just determine what, what you're willing to give up and what you're willing to um, make a priority, right? There's must-haves and must-dos in my life, in my day-to-day uh, work. And now the gym is one of them too. I said, like, I literally have a schedule out and I'm so color coordinated. I've said this on other zooms too, but I do it color, color organized. And I'll have my zooms that I have to be on a certain color. That's a priority. My whole family needs to know that time frame. Don't have a kid walk through my door. Don't have the dogs barking. Don't be playing fetch with them in the living room. Don't be going crazy in the house. Get off the PlayStation because I need my Wi-Fi to be on point, right? There's certain hours of the day that people know to do that, which goes into all of the topics that we're talking about. But the healthy balance, I really want you guys to understand that. Like I hear all the time, like I'm living the lime life. Lime life is my life. Everything I do is lime life or sorry, podcast, whatever business you're in. Don't make your business your entire life. You won't hear a lot of leaders say this. They'll be like, yeah, make it your life 24 seven. Let's grind. No, if my life, if your business is your entire life, the second something goes quote unquote wrong, or the second something doesn't go your way, or the second you're feeling discouraged, you think your whole life is up in flames. You think something, oh my goodness, everything is crumbling something is going down because you've made it your life. Remember, you can't just be a business. You are a human. You are a human first that started a business. You couldn't have started that business without being a human. So don't forget about who that human is and what that human needs. She or he is the most important part of the business, the most important part of success. So make sure you, not isolate, not isolate, but make sure you have them separated. It is not wrong to separate business and life. I want to make sure, (laughs) I know we're talking a lot about like, take time for yourself, you know, find a healthy balance, communicate. Y'all, we have to work too. 
right? You can't just be like, Callie told me to talk to my husband and I did, and I didn't make any more money, (laughs) right? Like you have to follow through with those strategies that we've talked about for years and years and years, right? The sales strategies, the sponsoring strategies, all of those things. But these are just avenues to help you be able to do that more efficiently. So let's head on to the very last one. What you need to be successful is measurable growth. This one is so important. And I am like a freaking like preacher for this. I love it so much. So I am not a green personality, right? In case you can't tell, like people put like charts and things in front of me and I'm like, what are numbers? Like math is hard. Science makes no sense, whatever. Not for me. But one of the things that I do use so frequently is our back office to track that measurable growth. Right. And so, you know, the first thing that I want to say is you can only measure against yourself, right? We're not in the game of comparing ourselves to other people, comparing our journeys to other people, comparing our businesses to other people, not for us, right? We're not going to do that. But what I do like to do sometimes, how many of you guys get super discouraged in your business? I can put up two hands, right? Super discouraged. And I look back sometimes and I think, wow, Callie, you know, this month sucked. Your sales this month sucked. And then I look back and I say, but since you started here, you've sold over $150,000. So you don't suck, right? You're, there, there are measurables to see, right? Like we all started at zero. Think about that. I don't care if you've sold $500, $5,000, $500,000. Wherever you're at, we all started at zero. You are not sitting here at zero anymore right? We have all made at least one sale. We have all done something to get ourselves forward and looking at those measurable goals, right? Whenever, (laughs) Kendall and I were talking about this, we sometimes sit here and we're like, wow, you know, last, this month isn't as great as last month. You guys, I look at my back office right now. It is not as good as last month, but what were the variables that happened last month? We had a back to school sale, a blowout sale. Sales were higher. Numbers were higher. The amount of orders were higher. Of of course, last month was going to, you know, be quote unquote better, if that's even how you want to define it, than this month. And guess what? That's okay. But me as an individual, my team as a whole is still ahead of where they were last year, right? So why do we sit there and start beating ourselves up and thinking like, oh, I'm just not doing this and I'm not doing that. Girl, you are, you are. And if you did it one month because it was a rest month or a maintenance month, that's okay too. But guess what? You are no longer sitting at zero and you should be so damn proud of that. I love that. Also, I want to add, if you are a newer business partner, if you're new in network marketing, uh, maybe you've joined within the last year. So you don't have year to year to compare to give yourself a round of applause. You are a business owner this year. You weren't a business owner last year. You didn't believe in yourself enough to do this last year. You didn't put the work and the effort and the energy into this. Like you are now that you did, you didn't do that last year. So that's enough to be proud of. That's measurable, right? I hear a lot of times people are like, well, I'm just so new. I should be, I should have done way better than I did the last three months. You are brand new. So of course your war market, now you're into your, now you're into growing your network, right? So you have to compare 
this year to last year. And if last year you had nothing, you are hashtag winning. Okay. Hashtag winning. Let me hear it in the comments. Hashtag winning. If anyone's typing right now, I want to see a bunch of hashtag winners in the comments. Um, but one thing I want to talk about with measurable growth, think about this, you guys, how many people have ever gotten really out of shape? <laughs> so then you go to the gym and you like get a trainer. Listen, you guys can tell I've been back in the gym. That's all I think about. Now. Have every, not been. <laughs> every analogy is gym or athletics right now, because that's like, you know, it's really helping my mental. So, um, gym analogy, when you go to the gym and you start getting back into shape or you want to go get back into shape, the first thing any trainer will have you do any program, maybe it's just like, um, what's the, what's the body one? Um, Tybo. Yeah. Or like <laughs> any, any system, right? Any type of workout training, um, that you do the first thing they make you do before you even start it. 75 hard, any online and beach body. Yeah. Any single workout, they make you take measurements, the dreaded beginner measurements, right? The <laughs> dreaded before photos, the dreaded before measurements around your arm, around your waist, around your butt, around your legs, all the different measurements. Why do they do this? Not to make you feel shitty about yourself during that moment. Okay. It's not to be like, dang, that's where I'm at. No, it's because a week later, a month later, six months down the road, a year later. And those days that you're like, dang, how, why am I putting in all this work? Has it even been worth it? Because we all know we feel that way in all areas of our life. Your trainer says, what girl, look at these measurements. You've lost this many inches from your arms, this many inches from your waist. You've lost this many pounds. Maybe it's not that many pounds, but a bunch of inches. That's why they do so many different types because they want you to be able to see measurement growth or in this case, measurement loss, right? But I don't know, girl, you can gain some muscle. True, true, whatever it is, but they wanna see uh, results, measurement, measured results, because that's what will keep you going in those times that you're feeling burnt out. That's what will keep you going in those times that you don't know what, what to balance or what to focus on. Having those measurable goals, even setting goals that can be measurable. We've talked about this in a whole podcast all about goals before is making sure that they're measurable because it keeps you going when you feel like you aren't seeing results, when you feel like you are uh, let down or not, not growing the way you should be. It shows you that you're doing the right thing and you are on the right track and to not give up. Yeah. Even to kind of go off of your like workout thing, even in workouts, I don't know, even in like workouts and diets and everything like that, you do have times where you plateau, right? If you're trying to lose a bunch of weight, plateau, try to get a bunch of weight, plateau, trying to build certain muscles, plateau, yep. right? And what happens when that, when that happens, right? Do you stay there or do you adjust? And I think it's really important too, when we're talking about, you know, goals and progress that when you do get to a point where you're not seeing that growth and you are plateauing in your business, you have to adjust, right? The things that you do day one or that you did day one, as exciting and as great as it is to kind of go back to the basics sometimes might not be what's going to work for you on day 365, yeah. right? We have to be willing to grow, to adjust, um, and to make things happen, right? So what successful people do. They get ish done. <laughs> what do they make shift happen? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Hashtag make shift happen. Hey, la, 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 la. 
I love it. How do you guys feel about those five secrets to success? Let us know in the comments. I see lots of thumbs up on the screen. Let us know. I'm here on Instagram too. Y'all can let us know. Podcast, let us know. You guys know the drill. Make sure you um, take a screenshot because what you did tonight is you showed up for yourself. And that is one of the secrets to success, right? You poured into yourself tonight. And I am so thankful that you guys hopped on. Um, tag us if you want to. We love it. We love reposting you guys. It's all limitless is our Instagram. We still have to go over our affirmations, So don't run away. I want to see everyone type our affirmation in the comments because this is so important. Don't, don't like think affirmations are those that, what is it? What do you always say? Callie, the um, hippie dippy. Is that what you say? Hippie dippy. <laughs> those hippie dippy things. Affirmations are life-changing. Literally this affirmation says you are worthy of your biggest dreams. How is that hippie dippy? Every single one of you is worthy of your biggest dreams, right? Go get them. Yep. Go get them. We're so proud of you. Thank you for spending this time with us. Um, and y'all just wait till next week because we bring in the fire. All right. Yep. We'll see you guys same time next week. Go ahead and set it on your calendars and we'll talk to you soon. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.